Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Jess. And she is going to be giving us a lot of wonderful tips and tricks on how to monetize your blog. Hey, Jesse, thank you so much for joining us for this interview. Thank you for having me. So the first question that I have is, how were you able to grow a community? I think the important first step for building a community is having a brand that has a true mission. So I always am telling the people I work with to fill in the blanks of the following statement. I help blank group of people do blank. What do you help them do? From there, you'll be able to help people through this mission, through your amazing free content, you know, your social media shares, and attract a community that way. And they'll feel really helped by you. So then, of course, they're going to want to return. And then once you have this community, how are you able to create the right content for them? So what I like to do is I actually will take my niche and kind of break it up into two to four different topics. So maybe if your niche is solo female travel, a subtopic might be safety and and pinpoint maybe two to four, like I said. From there, you want to really narrow down what the problems and pain points associated with with each of these subtopics is. So what I actually tend to do is I'll go to something like reddit.com or Cura and I'll find the relevant subforum. So again, if you're writing about solo female travel, you'd go to the solo travel Reddit subforum and find the females that are posting in there and really look at the questions they're asking, jot that down and try to narrow down the problems that keep coming up that are relevant to these questions and then further look into what are the feelings, the emotions surrounding these problems, which are the pain points. Then you can create content that really, really, really answers to these pain points and helps solve them for people. Once you can solve people's pain points, they do tend to really feel, you know, I I have to come back to this person. They helped me so much. I want to keep, keep reading what they have to offer. And it's really great when you have all of these incredible free content. When I see that, I always think to myself, I can't even imagine what the the other things that she's selling is actually going to be like if the free content is this good. So let's talk about funneling because you are really good at that. Can you tell us how you are able to do that? And also, can you tell our listeners what funneling is? Absolutely. So you, know, you have your amazing free content and your amazing free social shares. What you want to do then is create what's called a content upgrade to get people onto your email list. You always want to be growing your email list. And hey, it's really important because you own your list. These people are your most passionate community members. If you look at things like Vine, for example, all those great, you know, those Viners that created this great content they lost a big following, but your email list, that's not going to go away. You know, Facebook, I mean, I feel like Facebook will never go away, but hey, if Facebook or Instagram or Twitter ever goes away and you've amassed all these followers, well, hey, you're going to lose them unless they join your email list or join you somewhere else. So I'm really, really passionate about growing my email list specifically. So, you know, like I said, you have this great content, this free content, and then you want to upgrade them with a content upgrade, which is a free say PDF, checklist, email course, something that helps them solve a problem really quickly that you give them for joining your email list. And this should be relevant to your content. You might even want to, like I had said in the previous question, how you break up your niche into two to four subtopics. 
You might even create a content upgrade to go with each of these subtopics that you promote within the content. So if you are writing a post on solo female travel, maybe you offer a five-day free email course on how to take your first solo trip and you promote that within your content. And then when the person opts in, then they get onto your email list. So that's the beginning of the funnel. From there, I have a welcome funnel. So if you're doing an email course, hey, that is your funnel, right? And at the end of the course, maybe you pitch them a paid course on solo female travel or or something else to do with solo travel. That would really, really help them. But the point is that by this point, after they've read your free content and after they've taken your free email course, that they feel really helped by you, really empowered to take the next step, and they look at you as an expert and the person that they want to help them to take their next step. So I do this with my my blogging content. I do have a free five-day email course that I promote within my blogging content, and I really do give a lot of great information in this free course with the hopes that people will say, hey, if this is what she's giving away in in her free version, I can't wait to see what's in the paid. And this, again, you really want to think about what can really help people solve a problem pretty quickly. You know, cheat sheets, checklists, these are all really, really great content upgrades to add to your content strategy. That's a really beautiful tip. You gave us a lot of really great tips there, Jesse. So let's talk about how you've been able to use Facebook ads and what is the biggest tip that you can give to our listeners with that? So I have personally found that what's really helpful is doing campaigns that get people onto your email list so that you can nurture them. Because people, you know, if you, if I create a Facebook ad about my course, sure, maybe people who have been to my site before might buy or who know me might buy, but you really want to be hitting people that also have never heard of you. So I love to get people onto my email list, nurture them first, help them get to know me and what I do, and then pitch them my product. In terms of creating a product ad on Facebook, I will only do that if I'm trying to get back in front of people who have visited my website, or even more importantly, people who are already on my email list. So say, you know, the truth is most people who join your email list aren't going to buy straight out the bat. They're not going to take your five-day email course and then you pitch them the paid product and then they're going to buy. Most people won't. And hey, that's okay because what you want to do is you want to keep nurturing them and keep getting back in front of them. And Facebook ads is great for that. So what you can do is you can create a retargeting campaign, get back in front of those people who joined your email list. Hey, they're interested in what you have to do, but maybe they're not quite ready to buy. Maybe you offer them a little coupon or an awesome bonus and try to get them to opt into your product that way. Wonderful. Now, what about those e-courses and email courses that you had mentioned? Can you give us what the first step that somebody should take in order to start that process? So I definitely recommend doing an outline. And I'm someone who, you know, everyone always says, oh, you should outline your blog post and this and that. I honestly, I never do that. I, I should, but I don't. But in this instance, it is really helpful to create an outline because I've definitely sat down to create email courses before. And I realized like as I'm going through like, ah, I forgot to mention this. And oh, I don't have time to mention that. So really think about what it is that you want to get across. Like, Think of one goal for the whole course. What do you really want people to get out of this? And then create the five lessons, 
Personally, I think five days max because otherwise people are going to start getting busy. They might start dropping off. I actually tried doing a 12-day challenge once, and it started really strong. I was super excited about it, but honestly, by day 12, it was dwindling because it just – it's too long. It, people start getting busy and, and they kind of don't have time to open all the emails and things like that. So really try to make it digestible for people. Short and sweet, to the point. People are busy. Remember that. Also really think about what kind of course would attract the people that would be interested in your product. Because, hey, if you create a course that is, you know, maybe they'd be interested in your product there's no way to tell if they'll actually buy your product. You want to create something that's very closely related to the product. So if your product is a paid course on how to do Pinterest marketing, then hey, your your free email course should definitely be about Pinterest marketing. Thank you so much for that, Jesse. So now if our listeners want to learn more about your courses, where can they find you? If you head to my blog, jessieonajourney.com, J-E-S-S-I-E-O-N-A-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y.com, you'll see links to both my free email course and my paid travel blogging courses as well right on the homepage. I can't wait for our listeners to check those things out. Thank you so much, Jesse, for all of these incredible tips that you just gave us. And thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.